How are we doing ladies and gents? Welcome to Bulletproof Mindset episode 3. Today we're going to delve into a topic that I love. I don't right. know if Dale loves it as much, but we're going to delve in and we're just going to chat about it and uh, obviously hopefully give you some some tips and knowledge going forward with your training. Yeah, so take what, take it what you will from this episode and also remember this is just our opinions, this is just our debate. Absolutely, absolutely. Feel free to... Uh, reach out on social media and maybe challenge some of those training thoughts. It's always good to to hear different perspectives. But yeah, so today we are going to get stuck into powerlifting. Then, so powerlifting. me, me and James had a, a wee chat the other day. I was like, oh, this would be a good topic actually to speak about mm-hmm. on the podcast. So powerlifting for you guys that don't know it, you want to get into it? Since so you're your baby. powerlifting is a it, it's not. I'm not a powerlifter before I go any further, but I took most of my training ways from powerlifters. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> obviously, don't do full powerlifting. So powerlifting is a sport where you just try and get the your maximum total of your squat, bench, and deadlift. So at the end of the competition, you all your totals added up from your squat, bench, and deadlift. So you squat mm-hmm. first. Then you bench, then you deadlift. That's how all powerlifting competitions go. So your full training is just geared towards getting stronger in your squat, your bench, and your deadlift. Cool. That's what powerlifting is. Easy. So when did you when did you find powerlifting? When did you start so, looking into that? So I found powerlifting in May June last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody called Matt Vena on YouTube Shorts mm-hmm. and Justin Lee. And I was like, man, these guys are strong for their size. You know what I mean? I'm like, they're really strong. I'm like, that's cool. That's cool. And then as I slowly started getting in it, and I slowly started, like, I started, when I was watching Matt Vane, I was putting in some of the tips he was giving me, like, for how he fixed his squat, how he got his squat bigger, you know, the, the, the accessories that got his squat bigger, the accessories that got his deadlift bigger, and I started implementing them in my training, and I was like, that's actually quite a fun way to train, it's, it's like, challenging during the workout, you know what I mean, it's not, 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 not easy, and then... I don't know, I thought, you know what, I want to get a really good squat. I just thought, I want to get a fucking big squat. What did, do you remember your first, what, do you remember the first time you squatted? Oh, no, no, no. Last year, probably, aye, because I was only squatting like 90 kilo for one. Did you squat when you first went, started training? I did, I did, but I didn't, didn't put as much consideration in any of the squat and how much respect I gave the bar now. Aye. I respect the bar. Respect the bar. Respect the you bar, know what, that's I one thing, respect the bar, you know what I mean? A lot of people don't respect the bar enough and that's how they get injured. <laughs> so I, I remember maybe eight years ago, um, typical bodybuilding split, chest day, back day, all that all that good stuff. And I remember on leg day, trying to put the bar on my back and I was like, I can't, my fucking shoulders hurt. I was like, this is painful. I was like, oh, fuck that. I'm not, I'm not doing that. Um, I used to squat on the Smith machine because I couldn't hold the bar. So I used to unrack it, let it sit on my back with a pussy pad on it, the hip thrust pad. And then from there... I would squat down because obviously you can lean back into the smash machine, just static. Aye, aye, aye. And I was like, fucking, I'm squatting. Fucking I'm, no, I was like, I'm squatting, I'm squatting half reps and all that sort aye, of stuff. Aye. I don't actually remember the first time I pinpointed squat. I think it's when I get into my mobility stuff. Mm. I started, I wouldn't go as far as saying respecting the bar. Oh, no, you, you have to respect the bar. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> a fact. Do you think so? Eh? Uh, you have to respect the bar, mate. You, I, I, you got I, a name? Do you name it now that people name their cars? Do you no, name no, your barbell? I just, I just, I just, I just generally tell people you need to respect the bars, respect the squat rack. Just walking up to him, uh, like, mm, what's up, mm. Caroline? <laughs> <laughs> You're getting it the day. <laughs> 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 no, but like, uh, I remember I've got a big lump in my back where I used to sit it on my spine 
And uh, like just simple things like understanding what muscles to sit on is like uh, it makes a big difference yeah. to how you, how you lift the weight. So I've yeah. got a big lump in my spine for when I used to squat ages ago, mm-hmm. and it never goes away. Like it's bruised and it's there. Like mm-hmm. it's never gone away. So, uh, so obviously, when people listen to this, if you if you've never squatted with the barbell, check out our social media channel because we'll do a, we, we should have already posted this video by now, but we'll do a video of how to set up for your barbell back squat. Yep. Um, you can find that on Bulletproof. Mindset UK on mm-hmm. on Instagram. So, um, right. So powerlifting. Then, so you you you're you're. I mean, anyone that doesn't know James, James is James is a strong boy. Not on bench press. No, but well, yeah, yeah. Plus, I'm, I'm always honest. I'm always an honest person. For my size, uh, for how long I've been training, my squat, my deadlift is pretty strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, like there is people out there who are fucking insane. When I used to train, I used to think, oh, these people are all unnatural. But as I get stronger and I stay the same size, I'm like, you know, maybe these people are just fucking really good at their training. Yeah. And that, that's that's what I liked about it, is the stronger I got, I went, you know what, these guys are just training right. You know, they never get injured. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, your big, big main power lifters, they will get injured. Mm-hmm. The guys who are on your PEDs, your steroids and that, who are absolutely destroying the mates, they will get injured. But you're, you're, you're the natural people that I follow... They don't get injured, and they, they've got certain ways of training. Like, as I said, they respect the bar. Like that's one thing they'll always say: respect the bar or respect their equipment. And when you look into it as well, like the one thing I learned that's cra- something crazy. Matt Vayner used to say: if you train through an injury, you'll be all right. And I used to go, what? exactly. <laughs> I used to go, no chance, no ways. This guy. So I get a wee tweak in my glute, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to train through it. I'll be all right. And then because my technique was fucking pretty spot on, I was fine. Right. I, I trained through the pain for one session. I, I I woke up the next day fine, and like his his philosophy is if you are definitely doing the correct technique, if you just continue training, you'll you'll go through injuries. And I know that might seem like a crazy concept, but when I started just going, I'm just going to keep training, keep training, keep training. As long as I knew I was load managing and no going too heavy all the time, like I was actually like genuinely load managing, which load management means you. You don't just continuously go heavy. You have light days, heavy days, and then once I, f- I feel I'm at a certain point, I'll bring it right back down. Mm-hmm. Like at the moment, I'm deloading, so I'm deloading. So I keep the intensity. So if anybody doesn't know when, when you talk about strength training, right? <laughs> I have some technical issues here. <laughs> when you talk about strength training, so you've got volume. How much volume you do is just your sets times your weight, right? Sets times reps times weight, obviously. Volume is three. And then you have intensity, which is how close you're training to your one rep max. So this is that's the variables you go into when you power lift. Mm. So right now I'm just keeping my intensity high and my volume low. Mm. So that way mentally I can continue to lift, mm-hmm. but I'm not putting that extra stress on my CNS. So that's so what I'm doing ba- now. I think go back then. So you you reckon you so injury wise mm-hmm. There's a couple of things that's maybe we, we went over there. A lot of people can get injured pretty easily. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know a lot of people in the gym that we go to that have hurt themselves. Mm-hmm. And we know a lot of those people have also pushed through it. So you said a couple of things that's worth highlighting. So you're training to better your squat or whatever. You're training in general. I know that's a powerlifter episode, but and you get a tweak, you get a, you get a wee nerve thing. Mm-hmm. You, your pr- principle and your philosophy going by... Um, is it Mike? <laughs> Matt. Matt. <laughs> Close to go to him, Mike. <laughs> Big Mikey boy. But your your philosophy that you're bought into is that that individual should somewhat train through it if there's a couple of key things. So one, intensity. Mm-hmm. Two, 
form and technique. Form and technique is a must. So I think with form and technique, for anyone watching this, this is this is PTs telling you this. So mm-hmm. PTs, we've got more of a, I guess, a mindset of learning the technique. You you see people there, they look at videos like, ah, I'm doing it that way. Aye. But nobody sets up a camera to look at how does how much butt link have they got. So that's a good point. Uh, to you, that is it, right? So I'll tell you one thing. Not one of my clients who have come out me can deadlift properly. Right. Right, not one. I asked them. So they all came, some people come in and say, I can deadlift. I'm like, fine, let me see. They, they couldn't deadlift properly. They they initiated the lift wrong, like completely wrong. Because what a lot of people do wrong, especially with the deadlift, is they pull it. Mm-hmm. It's not a pull. You create tension in your upper back and your hamstrings and then you push. Well, well, keeping that tension. Mm-hmm. If you don't do that, you will have lower back problems mm-hmm. because you're pulling. And when you start pulling, it just goes to your lower back. Right. So... That when I looked into squats and deadlifts a lot more, because I'm like, I want to get stronger at their lifts, mm-hmm. I was like, fuck man, like, you know, there's a, there's a wee bit more to it than the meets the eye. And I'm oh, not- yeah, I think uh, these lifts as well, that talk about the most technical lifts that you can go through squat, bench, deadlift. I would throw overhead press in there. I know that's not classed as powerlifting. Oh, but no, no, no. You know, I, 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 I would talk class that in there. We spoke about that before. Uh, we compound, before. compound lifts in general. They're technical as fuck. Like mm-hmm. they look, oh, you're just pressing a bar off there. You're just picking something off nah. the ground. Now, when I'm teaching average people, that's like I'm going to simplify this movement for you. We're bending over. We're picking something up. There's a lot in between that. Oh, we're going to spend a lot of time trying to refine things like that. Oh, so, um, right. So we covered the injury side of things. So let's talk about who is powerlifting for? Because this is where we get away. Is for everybody. So we get absolutely for everybody. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm being, I'm being, I'm being for real here. If you, like, like, the gym is squat, bench and deadlift, right? So powerlifting is for everybody because then you can learn to load manage, you can learn technique. And then for there, you don't need to do squat, bench and deadlift for the rest of your life. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you squat, bench and deadlift, mm-hmm. I, I, you you could get stronger in the squat, bench, deadlift easily. You're you're worried that you get injured. But if you went to any with a different with a different strategy than you train at the moment, you could get stronger without, with less, with, with right, so, a, a much lower risk mm, of injury. Aye. So this is where, this is where me and James were talking the other day and we're like, oh, this is going to be a, this is going to be a juicy podcast episode. So powerlifting saying, so powerlifting being for everyone, are you saying that bench, squat, bench and deadlift is for everyone? So I agree with that. Right. So or are you saying everyone should push the potential of their one rep max? I thought that's what you were right, saying. Right, right. No, no. So uh, <laughs> I think, I generally think both. I generally think both. I think everyone should. I, d- I definitely think everyone should squat, bench and deadlift and they should learn how to do it 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, I do think that you should structure your training in such a way at one point to see how strong you can get. You don't need to take it to absolute extremes. but One rep max? One rep max. No, a three rep max and what? Where's your? So, so I'm curious. What, what, I I, in, I like, what I do in my training is I do five rep maxes, I do three rep maxes, and then I do one rep maxes. You know what I mean? So what people get wrong, and this is what, especially we guys, right? Especially we guys, what they do is they go for a one rep max when the last week they've done three by eights, right? That's a big jump, right? A one rep max is is a special movement to a three rep max. It's mm-hmm. not the same, mm-hmm. right? So what you need to do if you're going for a one rep max, this is this is exactly what I do. And I know, like I'm my my training is pretty basic when it comes to powerlifting. I'm, I've not got it absolutely properly set up because I'm still I'm what it's called power building. So I'm doing strength training with a lot of bodybuilding, but that takes a lot of stress on me, so I can't get as strong as quickly. Mm-hmm. But basically, what I do is 
On my last four weeks of my plan, after already training for eight to twelve weeks and getting stronger at threes and fives, slowly up in that intensity, bringing down that volume as we spoke about. That's that's what you do. So you bring the intensity up, get closer to your one rep max, mm-hmm. and bring that volume down. So you're you're only working with the intensity, and you're slowly but surely losing cardio. So as you go, you lose cardio, but you get a bit of strength. But that's where it gets to a point where you're at the end and you need to bring that cardio back up. You need to bring that muscular endurance back up. But what you do is you start doing heavy singles. Or you should be doing heavy singles all the time. Mm-hmm. But a heavy single is from 80 to 90% of your one rep max. And then once you're comfortable with 80%, you jump to 90%. Once you're comfortable with 90%, 100% to what your one rep max is is not a risk. Because you're used to getting in that zone and lifting a weight for one rep. Yeah. It's it, it's a skill to lift a weight for one rep because what you'll find is many, many people say this, right? And I don't actually get this because I've trained one reps for quite a while. So what they'll say is the second rep on a deadlift is always easier. And Cause, that, cause, yeah, because yeah, they've fired up their CNS, they've, they've challenged exactly. the body in a way of we're lifting heavy shit, let's fucking get it. Not even that, not even just that, that actually the starting position for the first rep is not optimal. Oh, so the man, ah, I see where you come from. So, yeah, so when, you, when, uh, you, when you drop your the weight for your first deadlift and you know you're going to lift it again mm-hmm. and you know how it feels, mm-hmm. you already know how it feels, you're able to get into that starting position better. Mm-hmm. So from because you know if you're a degree off or if your you'll position know, is a you'll, tiny you'll, you'll bit, f- yeah. you'll feel it. So then you need to start. You know you need to better your starting position. Mm-hmm. So as soon as your starting position is better and say a deadlift or a squat for one rep, there's much lower risk of injury. So this is this is where I'm. I'll come in because so you would you not argue that you can do that with ten reps? You absolutely can. But where is the enjoyment? Right, so this is so this is the part right. that so uh, we, me and James were talking about this that this whole conversation sparked that so it's to do with that does should everybody one rep max? So I I I can agree with everything that you're running at, but I don't think so. Squat, bench, and deadlift by far the best movements you can be doing in the gym. However, training a wide range of people, some people can't squat for various different reasons, but. Why? But it's understanding why. So it's like, Aye. right, so there's a slower process to those people. Some people might never be able to squat. Mm. So I've been working with a client who's never trained before and um, she's in her 60s and she's never squatted. Now, we've been spending um, about eight months together to get her to just even sit down and get off a bench. So Aye. she might be able to squat. So I think there's squatting patterns that I get, but I, I think if... I, for her to do one rep max. See, I, like, I'll be honest, right? I, I've not trained anybody that that old. Yeah. No. Well, I've got I've got a few people. Uh, Who name them? Oh, I'm getting on. Uh, <laughs> no. No. Right. So maybe maybe when I think about it like that, uh, so you uh, would, you, you get, would you agree you, that that, that you get past, past certain ages? Aye, no, right. for absolutely everyone. But right. I think your age, my age, hundred percent. So I think right. So that's where I can get on board. I think that there's criteria of doing a one rep max. Mm. But my challenge back to it is. What's to say a hundred kilo deadlift isn't he strong? It is right. So, so this is this was my point the other day. So you said my pit, my I can get I can get a lot stronger. No, but my, you, you 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 as a person definitely can get stronger. Oh yeah, it. but I'm cool with like, nobody. Like name name five other people that are not in the gym. So we're talking about we we are the one percent of the one percent because we're we're crafted in that. And I'm I could what did we what were we deadlifting the other day? Was that one? 
170 and 190. 170, so you were getting three and I was getting 10, weren't I? It was pretty easy. Ten minus the zero. <laughs> easy. Um, but that, to me, I'm like, cool, I'm I'm strong with that. I, I see we're coming on, there's a, there's a bit inside, there's a, oh, let's push Aye. a potential, but that was the same with bodybuilding. Aye. It was like, oh, let's push my body to a potential, but I'm at the stage where I'm like, chasing but health. I'll be honest, I, I think you can get further in powerlifting than you can in bodybuilding, actually. Oh, I absolutely. I, that, I, that, is I, yeah. that is why I like it more. And and you I think there's I mean? more carryover to everyday life because you imbalances. Imbalance. So that's, that's a thing, right? So when you're squatting, benching, and deadlifting, mm-hmm. if there's something wrong with your body, you you'll be feeling some of the lifts at certain points, and you'll need to fix it. Mm-hmm. So whether it's just squat, bench, and deadlifting, they'll, they'll need to fix the mobility as they go. Do you know what I mean? These people, these people at the top, these people who are trying to get their top maxes, they need they need the mobility. To be able to do that, but equally they they also have imbalances. Oh, I know they will. So it's like any any sport, any profession oh, is unhealthy to be solely aye. obsessed about that one thing. Aye, 100%. I think category wise, everybody should have an element of powerlifting in. 100%. I, I, I think I come for a wee bit different for the for the one rep max. I think it's cool and it's like it puts it puts See, a subjective number I, on it. I, I do think that you have the wrong Go me the wrong meaning. I'm saying you're wrong. The wrong meaning of one rep max. So that seems right. So go back to your so going back to your point of the one rep max is a different lift to your three, your six, your eight, your 100%. ten. I get aye, so hundred percent. So it's a different training to, to so, train. But up to I that. think like obviously most special as I said, young guys, one rep max to them is how much I can lift on this day. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's so, not one rep max. No, no, no. But I, I, so I, my understanding of one rep max is what you're saying, right? Mm-hmm. So I've trained to a certain intensity, and I've got. I've got my numbers of my vol- my volume and what I should be able to push for mm-hmm. one, mm-hmm. and that's going to help me increase that. I don't. I think there's a what was a what was my point there? Oh yeah, so the the risk of injury is minimised if you're training towards that. V's the little guy that's yep. training eight and then going for that. That's the problem with with powerlifting. When people hear that, oh right, one rep, one one rep max. I don't believe everybody needs to know the one rep max to get strong because I think I think that depends how strong you are. In comparison to what? Because it's all subjective. No, you need to know your. You need to. You need to have a good understanding of your one rep max to understand the programming you go through. So back to so this is this is a this is a good point to get into. We can, so this is where we have two different experiences training ourselves. Mm. I've never power lifted, um, and you you have so you you've programmed yours because you've programmed like an RPEs and um, I program RPE at the moment, which right. means. Rate of perceived exertion. So, you're, 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 right? so you're for, for, for anybody listening, rate of perceived exertion goes from one to ten. Ten being an absolute all out, like you have absolutely no more. You might, even, you might even, <laughs> you might have even failed, right? And I, I try not to go and I, I probably do tens like once every sixteen weeks at the moment. I do nine point fives quite regularly, uh, but when it comes to, I would never give my clients what ARP. So unless you're in the space and you're, you're doing it as a sport or you're looking to just understand a wee bit more, you're curious about it, yeah. But see, the average person just wants to be strong and look good and chase health. Um, IRP, I wouldn't even... No, but they're, but, their but, guidance of that metric, but, but they, they say it's an eight and it's actually a four. But that's where you can use your percentages and then if you don't want to have them in too high percentages where you feel they could get injured, you would just bring that... So you just bring that percentage down, do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So say the usual is today, 4 by 4 80%, but you've obviously watched their form and seen them and you're like, maybe they're not as strong as I thought, then you bring it down to 75% Mm -hmm. and they work from there. But 
I think you do need to know your burn rate max. I don't think you need to do it, but I think you need to have a really good estimate of what it is to get strong as quickly as... I mean, not everybody's looking to get strong as quickly as possible, but if you're looking to make the most efficient gains when it comes to strength, not not muscle building, when it comes to strength, I do think you need to know your burn rate maxes. So I'll show you, I'll I'll talk you through how I would train my clients. Um, so I've never done percentages with any of my clients. No, well, I, 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 well I've not had anybody who wants to go down that route yet. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay, so I've had people who have got stronger, and this is how I'm measuring it for the for the for the average person, because that's a very small niche that we're that we're trying. I feel like most days are going to get you're going to have maybe one in a blue moon who's going to kind of come through that. So strength wise, to me, so you're saying everybody should. More so, you're saying everyone should know their one, have a good estimate of it, even the clients that you've got. See, see, to be honest, like when you look at strength at the start, you're going to get stronger than anything, exactly. So, that's that, you, could that, doing, that, you could be doing three by 20s, three by 10s, uh, 12, 10, 8, you're going to get stronger. So, what's the what's the reason that none of your clients had have to do one then just now, or do they know one? No, they don't know one uh, because none of them are. None of them have the the technique that I want them to have before they start that. Right, so that, that and that's why I think going for the the one rep. This is where I was saying that I think there's too much risk in that one rep because people jump that hurdle too quickly. To your point, oh, like they don't train 100%. for the, the the one, and mm-hmm. it's a well, it's a year long experience for oh, some right, folk. Like, it's two like years. You, you need to spend a good amount of time like investing and learning the lifts oh, properly, aye, aye. properly. So, so once you've got them, I think you can do mm-hmm. one rep matches, but. A lot of people, even after three, four, five years, fucking can't squat. Still don't do it. No, no. I'll say right now, my squat's off. I need to work a wee bit more because mobility changes as you get older as well. It does. You you stop doing it. As you get bigger, it changes, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It just just consistently changes. Your your leverage change slightly as as you put on mass or lose mass, whatever it is. So how I I train my clients through a strength phase, you can tell me if you're... Um, classing this as power, so I'd, I never stay away from. I stay away from one rep maxes for most people. Some people will go for a one rep, mm-hmm. but that's no a one rep max. That's I, what I do. You know what I mean aye, when I'm aye. saying that. Aye. So to them, yep, cool, they've done that, but their form's breaking down. It's like, right, okay, we got it. Aye, but so we'll leave it there. We need to back off and try oh, and revisit aye. this because here, look at the video, look aye, at the form. So I strength tra- my strength training phases with people are three to six within that rep range, and the rule of thumb for me is. Every rep has to look the same, and if every rep starts to break down, we're not in a position to put the weight up. Sometimes we put the weight up, so because I think there's a bit of value in holding the bar and going through a heavier one. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more risk mm-hmm. can involve with that, mm-hmm. but it teaches people who's novice to training of no. right. That's what that weight feels like. No. It's not as bad. And then I like to do like six reps of I don't know. Let's talk about bench press. Six reps of fifty kilo. That was fine. Mm-hmm. We do two reps of fifty five. We do a negative rep of sixty. And then we come back down to 50, uh-huh. and they're like, this is fucking easy, man. Because the bodies, the CNS is an all time high. That's how I would train. I think there's a lot of value in strength training, there's a lot of value oh, from power lifting. Definitely. Um, but I don't know if I would go down the route of one rep max with, with peeps. Ah, probably. I, unless I got somebody to a degree where I thought their squat bench and deadlifts was pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. With lighter weight, then I wouldn't. I wouldn't probably go down that route too soon. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I would like to. I'd fucking love to. Aye. Right, so I, I guess that's the market you want. To, you want to get, like, if you want to get better, you one would, max. I, 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 would, I would love to take people to that limit. I think I'm wanting to create some sort of service that gets them there, mm. and that is the only service. That's the only point in that service. So there's no muscle muscle gain or 
like fat loss. The whole point is to teach you how to squat, bench, and deadlift perfectly, mm-hmm. which I've done with one person, and she can squat, bench, and deadlift fucking perfectly. Good. And uh, but she was moving away, and she came into me, and she was like, "I've got six weeks. I want to squat, yeah. bench. I want to squat, bench, and deadlift." I showed her how to squat, bench, and deadlift from the start. So I'll obviously no go into it too much, how I, but I had a four week plan showing other movements before we went into squat so we didn't squat bench there for four week right mm-hmm. we only done movements that were either on machines or that that would would benefit towards a squat bench deadlift like RDLs and that if you can do a proper RDL then you can do a proper deadlift if you can't do an RDL then you can't do a deadlift mm-hmm. right if you can't do a hamstring biased RDL then you can't deadlift and that's what I say to people who come to me like if, if you don't know what an RDL is you can't deadlift and like I back in, I can pick back after that. Like you can't tension your body in a way to lift that properly. You will injure yourself at one point. That's the that's. Uh, is that your earphones? Is that mine? <laughs> so that's what I say. So uh, after eight sessions, she could squat, bench, and deadlift fucking pretty well. Mm. And she was fucking chuffed to the moon. From there, I was like, you know what? I could probably make something of this if people really want to go down that route. Yeah. I could take them through a summer summer path. Show them the, the mobility, yeah. take them through that first four weeks, and then show them how to squat, bench, and deadlift. So, I and, and to me, it's from, from, from there, two seconds from there, she could 100% go on a powerlifting plan. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I have no I have no doubts. Like, she had the form. How did she, why did she come to you? Why did she come to me? She just came, she just came in at the gym one day, she said she was looking for a personal trainer, and then I told her what I'd done. I said, I'm, Look, I'm mainly strength focused. If that's something you'd be interested in, I say that to everybody. Some people are like, no, I just want weight loss. I'm like, that's totally fine. Like, I can, I can do the same. It, it's like, mm. it's, it's different to train, uh, but the passion's still there for that. Mm-hmm. But the, the mega passion is teaching people it's got to be their life perfectly. Yeah, no, that's that's what I, when when I seen when I seen her do that for the first time, and she was just as buzzing as me. Well, absolutely buzzing or not. Uh, so I think you you go into a lot more detail with your lifts to to the point I'd actually say you you. Um, I would say arguably probably do a better job at teaching those lifts than how I do because I don't I don't I, you're saying RDL I don't I don't I RDL with some clients mm-hmm. but I deadlift with, with if, as long as it's fine for my clients so see aye, the whole aye. technical part aye, so this aye. is a, I'll tell you the reason why I don't think I think most people are coming into fitness to lose weight right mm-hmm. and I I want to communicate the message of being strong there's no better feeling of how that translates to everyday life mm-hmm. so picking something off the ground deadlift mm-hmm. technique squatting down is you do it in your everyday Aye. pushing movement pressing above head they're the ones I'm curious about so I swear I'm I'm aligned to you on what what we would do that how we go about that I guess is just this is the this is the beauty of fitness there's no right or wrong way there's Aye. they're both the same end result they both have two different time journeys they both have two different experiences in terms of clients but at Aye. the end of the day it's what does the client want what does it come down oh, to oh definitely it is, what, it is what the client wants but what I would say with it like you're squatting and delivering that what happens when they go away and they don't know how to do like a movement like an RDL? Like I, 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 I find that like, there could be problems there. You like know what, what I mean? Because the RDL goes into more movements than the deadlift. You know what I mean? You need RDL before so many movements. Yeah. What I find with so many people. So is, when, so I think for for the when you say RDL pushing your butt out, getting tension in the hamstrings. Tension in the hamstrings. Yeah. Tension in the hamstrings is the main thing. So tension the, in the hamstrings. People can't. People people don't even know the hamstrings are there. Hmm. You know what I mean? They're like until they tear it. People can never feel their hamstrings in any movement whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And that is just due to a fact that they don't do any movements in life that require them to really tension that hamstring. You know what I mean? When you bend down, you should be RDLing, but you're not because 
who the fuck goes, I'm going to push my ass back and up to fucking bend down. You just bend over and then it puts straight in the lower back. back. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So when you start to RDL, you go, fuck, man. And then I, I see people bending down, picks it up, and mm. I just see them like, you RDL'd? Like I'm, I'm massive on I'm massive on it. Yeah, you love it. You love it, man. Love You'd marry it. that uh, exercise uh, if you could. So one of the things about an RDL is like the one of the ways that I teach it uh, is once you get past your knees, you fuck the bar. So you, as you say, I would marry it. <laughs> no, but you fuck the bar, and it's like penetrate. It is. So you squeeze your squeeze your glutes, squeeze your quads, mm-hmm. and you initiate fucking the bar. Mm-hmm. And that's how you should stand up as well. Fuck there. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone listening is going to be standing up and going, what the oh, fuck? Uh, Thrust in the air like, what's going on? No, but there is... James there is a horny man, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, the way you teach and the way I teach might be different, but it doesn't mean you don't... We, either of us... No, I saw that. No, I mean, you like, the way I teach is the way I teach for reasons for me, while I've been through my experiences, but there is no right or wrong way, like... Mm-hmm. Just because you did it different for me, I don't think you're wrong. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it that way. But, mm-hmm. and you don't think I'm but, wrong, and you wouldn't do it that way either. And this is why we're doing this as a third episode to highlight, hopefully, the the beauty of what this podcast is going to be. Mm-hmm. So, the um, difference in opinions no, is perfect no because when you speak about this in like such detail, you might, I might go away, like for a couple of things you said, and go, you know what, that's right. Like, the way you teach your clients, like, don't go for one right maxes. And that. I'll probably go away and think about that a wee bit. And you might go away and go, like, Maybe maybe mm. RDLs a wee bit more. Right. Do you know what I mean? And it's things but, like that. And you learn, and I learn, and go. You know what? That better's me, Andrew. Yeah. And this is why we hope you guys listening will learn and not just go. What the hell are they talking about? But there's no ego. There's no ego here. Like there's still respect for how your view on that or your your opinion on it, whatever it is. But this is this is one that I thought was quite a good topic for uh, us is to it, no, it is a good come topic. back and forth. It is, it is a good topic. It is. Do you know, what I would love to do. I'd love for you to train me and me to train you for mm-hmm. eight weeks to see <laughs> the difference. Like. Because usually anyone listening, I guarantee the reason you don't like something uh, exercise-wise, as long as it doesn't give you too much pain, I would say, is because you're not good at it. Mm, so people 100%. don't squat because their fucking knees cave in, it hurts their back, their shoulders, their elbows, their hips, they're, uh-huh. t- they're all tight. Boy. People avoid exercises that are difficult. Mm. And that's that's the one benefit of lifting weights, I think, is this micro-adversity that it creates that, I was going for eight reps and you're like, no, come on, come on, you got it. Mm. There's two more there. You've got good form. You get the extra two reps out and you're like, man, Aye. I'm fucking, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a beast. Aye, I, yeah, that was, I can that do was this. That's a great good feeling. That exactly. Good feeling. So that's the, and, and that's what I love about if there's one good thing that came from powerlifting, like the, every, I think there's so many camps and we're, you're, I would say you're more, no married to the camp, but you're more in the powerlifting world but I think you still value and respect uh, bodybuilding calisthenics um, uh, all the other different training modalities we could say you know what I mean and I think this is the the main problem with the space is people marry camps this is the best way to train this is the best way to train this is the best way to train it's like well no 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 go back to the question what's your goals like we said 65 year old Sandra come to you she she just oh, wants to fuck. feel strong. I'm gonna get you strong. I get you then one minute max, and then you have to. Yeah, but there has to be an element of well, just back to the person's goals. hundred percent, hundred percent. So I've got somebody who came me, and she does long distance cycling mm-hmm. for a long, long time. And I was like that. Tell well, obviously I'm strength based, and uh, I was sitting. I was like, I was just sitting. She was like, "What is it?" And I'm like. I'm going to do a lot of research for you because I'm not going to get you on a strength plan. Like, there's absolutely no point. It was more like a power plan, like generating power 
and generating performance, ca- performance mm-hmm. for that cardio and I was like sitting there like is MD going to come in and want strength training? Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Needing this guy. Maybe after this podcast. But as you say, like, it's like, do you need to tailor it to the person and what their goals are? And when she came in, she wanted, oh, she cycles fucking crazy, crazy distances all the time. And I'm like, fuck man, am I, am I set up for this? So I don't know what his research and I think I set up a pretty good plan. And she's doing really well. And it's, she, she's even said already, like, uh, she, uh, cycling is benefiting for this. Yeah. I'm like, fuck man, that's good. But at the end of the day, like, as you say, we need to tailor it to everybody. So even if I want to do strength, it's yeah. no, I don't, I, 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 I can't do that. Like you need to change it. And this is, this is actually, there's, there's a good message here because PTs will be listening to this and like, I'd rather just stay in my lane in that. Mm. This is how you grow as a personal trainer. Now, oh. if you communicate it from the start saying, look, what you're wanting me, I think I can help. I'm, I'm prepared to do my own research and mm-hmm. can I look in? If you're willing to trial, try, try this with me, then let's get after it. Whereas some other PTs are like, well, why would you deal with it? I think so many people are crying out for help and I don't think anyone's looking for an expert. If they, if you're a likeable person, mm, they'll love you. That person's going to stick with you no matter. Oh, aye. yeah, you, yeah. Okay. Is the, there, more, the more people you train like that, the better you get at training. Exactly. Like that. Yeah. And but um, and is there? Could you turn around and say, "Her, oh, this is where referrals work as well." I think too many people have egos with in the PT. Well, aye. personal trainers definitely have egos. But when they're sitting there, like, "No, I'm the best person for you. I'm the best." And like, if I know someone is in gym twenty four, for example, and they're better, I'd be like, for if somebody came to me for one rep max and stuff like that. So like, I can help you, but by the way, do you know, this James, ah, James is cup of tea, like, do you want to go with him? Um, I would always be referring, referring that type of workout, but right. I would look for opportunities to try and grow my knowledge and um, and understand, because that's, that's how you do grow. 100%. So when that woman came into me, I was like, fuck man, I was like, could I actually move her to somebody else? And then I was thinking, like, the, the, the experience she does was cleaning jerks and snatches, and I was looking at everybody, I was like... None, no one in this gym is really that that's not the way inclined that's not the way we train so I was like you know what I'll, I'll take this one but I was thinking that I was like I'm probably going to need her gear or somebody else like I'm, I'm alright with that mm-hmm. and then I, I looked at everybody else and I went man none of us are really to me <laughs> no 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 oh, I mean you like she'd know me no. <laughs> <laughs> no but I looked at it I went you know what I was going to like mm-hmm. as you say if you can refer somebody to somebody else and you because it's no you're 40 you are not really good at that and it would take you too long to learn it on yeah. that spot you just you go here look they're, they're, they're better suited to you breaking down the message as well because some people has, have a goal and they think like for example people have been conditioned in CrossFit world so they're like I want to snatch, snatch clean and jerk and then so I have a, I had a client that came to me for that and I was like I'm curious like why is it it's because I want to better my deadlift and I want to get strong and I want to feel strong and I'm like right I was like I can help you with that we're not going to clean deadlift. You want to give me a try? I don't believe you need to be doing that for reps and doing kipping pull-ups and all that shit. I was like, I'm going to just, I'm going to so train you the way they wanted to better their deadlift? No, that, well, that's what I mean. They initially came to me and said, like, I want to be able to snatch and clean. But see, if you're curious with your questioning, I was asking why. It's because I want to be strong. Right. Well, why can you not just focus on safer movements? Right. I, I know, know that like, more more movements have more risk. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, what, what defines strong? What does strong mean to you? I want to be able to kind of, like, when I go to on holiday, I want to be able to lift my own suitcase and put it in overhead luggage. And it's like, you don't need clean and jerk for that. You see what I mean? So aye, the, aye. so being curious with your questioning as well. So that is a good point, and I'm going to go into another point, and we're just going to keep going, because this is a good topic, aye. right? So with the clean and jerk and the snatch, this is... No, 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 no. I follow many... I follow Sonny Webster, who's an Olympic weightlifter. I follow our Olympic weightlifters, nice which is, right? And... See the, the mobility you need to, to be able to do them properly mm-hmm. uh, is insane. 
way too many people in the CrossFit world overestimate this. Yeah, or the only people that, has those that, is, have that has that mobility is kids because Aye. their joints are prime. But you, you need to do mobility every single fucking day. So if anybody's out there, they've gone out about a clean and jerk and snatch. No, you need to be totally invested into that that day two movements for the next six months. Oh, I, you know, no, I mean totally invested, mm-hmm. like every fucking day. You need to be doing it. So I'll, I'll talk you through. Remember, I was saying, uh, was that last episode? I was saying I couldn't hold the bar in my back. Aye, aye, aye took me a year it took me a year to be able to get comfortable and mm-hmm. have the shoulder mobility to hold that in my back Aye. I wasn't just doing an hour in the gym it was a couple of hours throughout the day mm-hmm. sitting at my desk at work pulling my posture back grabbing resistance bands doing overhead dislocates pulling my shoulder blades back strengthening some of my back muscles that took me I would say probably close to a whole year to being able to go, right, let's grab this bar and see if I can do this. And it's like, holy shit, already. So you can see initial gain it um, straight away, but like to see to perfect that, oh man, it's like kind of back to your point about the powerlifting. Absolutely insane. I know, it's mental, it's mental. I definitely think we should go in on CrossFit on one episode. (laughs) That might be the next one we go to. I I love cleaning jet and snatching. I think it's fucking amazing to see people with it probably, but obviously... Do you do it? No. Are you curious about it? I, no, I, I don't have no. That mobility is insane. Like, I don't. Aye, would that not be so? Like you said, you 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 actually like oh, going for a one rep maxi when you hit your peak with that. Do you think you'll be curious about? Uh, if I hit my peak with that, aye. What do you mean if? I've got a long, 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 long way to go. Like, yeah. I, personally, like, I, well, so my my squat work right now is one eighty, but it will be one ninety. Like, no doubts, and my deadlift will be about two fifty. Like, I'm going to be, when, I'm only 80 kilo at the moment, so, I, and my aim is to, like, get to 93 kilo in, like, the next three years, so mm-hmm. that's, like, I'll probably get three year of proper going for it, mm-hmm. and then I'll decide for there, so I'll be 28 by then. See, when I come back for Croatia, I'm going to, oh, I'd take a look for the, for we should do an eight-week challenge where <laughs> I train you, and you train me. I don't know if I could do that, mate. <laughs> uh, Catphrases on a Friday. Uh, that sounds fucking <laughs> shite. No, I mean, I no, but I think there's. Do you know? I think there's maybe no eight weeks, but do you know? I think there's value going. You're married. You're married to a principal. I'm married to a principal, and we're curious about each other's style of learning. No, de- I, de- I definitely do. I just and then like, we can talk about it as a podcast. You, I, you're no, not going to lose gains. No, like, look no, at, no, I'm no. a fucking beast. <laughs> no, but I, I don't know, man. Like, I, I, as I said, there's such specificity that goes into like clearing jerk and snatching. So I need to stay there. I does. I'm not. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about clean jerk and snatch. I'm saying. No, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. But there's such specificity that goes into squat bench and deadlifting. And there's such specificity that goes into holding your strength. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? A lot of strength is just your central nervous system staying mm-hmm. up, staying up and active. So I I pulled to thirty. Did you? Mm. You sure? <laughs> There's a video on Instagram to prove it. Aye. I used chalk and I used alternating grip. Right. Aye. That was me. At my that's been the strongest deadlift I've ever done. And that day I climbed. <laughs> I climbed up pretty well that day. <laughs> what, are you laughing? what are you doing? <laughs> So, uh, so that that day, that was that was for me, and I was like, man, good. To me, there's maybe some value in kind of hearing you talk and saying what held me back there was the risk of injury mm-hmm. part, because you're not seeing any people who what, do it with what also, what, what also holds you back there is you only went for it one day. Uh, yeah, yeah, I suppose there was no training and lead right, up to so that. But, but then back to my point, I was never training for that, and I wasn't really one rep max in that day. I was going for threes. Uh, you're a strong boy, but... Yeah, yeah but that... But that I would never trained for that. Right, so if you spent three weeks leading up to it and you'd done 210 one week and then you'd done 220, you would have gone more than 2.30, like 100%. No, I'd done that that day. I know, no, but you, no, you, See the other day when I tried it, Aye. the other week there, that was stupid as fuck, that was just ego taking Aye, over. No, no, but, but that no, day, no, no, so the, the week before, it was 200, right? right. I was like, right, I've got 200, I want to see what my potential is, but I'm going to do reps. So I've done 
um, four at two hundred. Right. I went for two ten. Um, went uh, so I went for two o five. Two two o five flew off the ground. I was like, right, two ten is going to feel good. Right. I went for two ten. That felt good. I went to two twenty. Right. Two twenty felt good. And I was like, you know what? I think I've I think I, uh, I've got this two thirty. And I went for two thirty, and then I was happy for that day because I did work up to like, that. That's another thing you've you've way over exerted in that that warm up. That's so so much over exertion. So you, if you had a plan for that, you would have had whatever it was meant to be that day. You want to say oh, that was stronger than you in that so, day? Then? You probably would have been, mate. No, you probably would have been there. But no, that's, fact, that's, 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 that's why I say that to you all the time. You would have been stronger, like 100%. If you're saying you went to 205, when I had pulled 230, I went for 200 or 230. Mm-hmm. And I could have went for 190 or 230. And still had 230. Because once you get past a certain point, once you get to 80% of your max, you're warmed up. Mm. Right? So, I know, I, 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 you're warmed so up. You're, you're, ready ready to go. Go. you're good to go. As long as you're warm ups before that mm. are properly, mm. you're, you're, you've warmed up properly. And I. You're, you're not warming up at what an 80 at 200 mm-hmm. that's not a warm up that is just the step before you you don't need to it's warm up CNS. it's just your CNS it's just your CNS your muscles are ready mm-hmm. so it's just your CNS that's it aye no it's right. good it's good so aye good topic aye. It's, no, aye, we can no, sit no, here for the ah, for I could sit here and fucking go <laughs> go I could just go it. mate I could. so James has done himself because once you listen to episode 10 he's going to be what's up you're back James oh fuck it going for my one night back no 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 no, 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 no. no I'm only joking I'm only joking I'm playing oh, with you man I'm playing with you uh, damn right I'm going to hold you to episode uh, 3 uh, if we yeah, go 100 imagine episodes imagine only being able to deadlift 230 <laughs> I know I know So, but that's my point before we wrap up 230 is fucking enormous no, like, it is enormous it is and, enormous I'm just like, taking a piss at you but then there's 100 and then there's 130 it's like so it can be so subjective and it's well, ego drinking no but, no but how I look at it is like we've spoke about competence in the past like in, I in, in competitiveness I'm competitive myself because I know that I I, I can pull over six plates deadlift mm-hmm. so why would I be happy with pulling 230 and staying there mm. do you know what I mean yeah, I know I can I, I know I can squat five plates like I can like I know I can get there I know I can get there so why would I be happy with four plates why would you be happy with five what why would you be happy with five because I know I can do it why? Why are you not happy with six? Because I know that I, I, I've I've went through my limits in my head, and uh, the people I follow, and just like my my beliefs are that that I can get to that that level. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I, I know I can get there. Hundred percent. Good. Good. Marry the bar, man. Yeah, respect the Res- bar. Respect, respect the, bar. the bar. That is one thing people need to start respecting the bar. So see when I warm up, I do three sets of five with just a bar, mm-hmm. just a bar every time. Ah, yeah, you get you get you do have good mobility. Right, see, so, no, but what, what I'm saying is I, I got to the bar and I scored it five times. Caress it. Really slow. Uh, Whisper on his ear. Mm. You're about to get a Give me a lick. <laughs> mm. Right? It's a clip. And, uh, <laughs> and then I did three sets of five, nice and slow and controlled. Mm-hmm. And people, uh, what? And then obviously I, I continued up. And then, like, all I did is I did three sets of five, five with the bar and then I put 60 kilo if I'm squatting. Mm-hmm. I know, I know. And then once... I put six stone. I did two sets, really, really slow. I love slow sets. And then I go eighty for three, hundred for three, hundred, hundred twenty for one, hundred forty for one. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't need all these fucking. Oh, I'm going to hit that. I go. Oh, I feel good. I can go. I can keep going. I know. Aye, what you're getting to. I know. Aye, I can aye, keep aye, going. Aye. But that was the difference for me with that day. I didn't aye, know. Aye. But my max that day was two hundred. Aye. And I was like, two hundred was fucking. What the fuck's going on? Aye, aye. But then I discovered wrist wraps, and that's a whole separate aye, subject. Aye, we can go into that. We'll go into equipment another episode. Right, aye. let's wrap this up. This is so, um, um, so uh, yeah, we'll wrap that up there. So we're just over forty minutes for this episode. It's quite aye, a good, aye, good, topic, good, good topic. Good topic. I think anyway. We'll do Hopefully, we can, can listen back and <laughs> listen back and going. 
Right, that sounds like uh, that, that's no that's not what I wanted to communicate. But let um, let us know what you guys think. Quite curious to hear different thoughts on this. Um, if you want to follow our page, it's uh, Bulletproof Mindset UK on on Instagram. You can find me at at Coach Crosser C R O S S A R, and you can find James on Instagram at Roger Fit. So it's R A W J I M F I T. See you guys soon. Have a nice one, sexy ladies. <laughs> <laughs> that have been <laughs> <laughs>